Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode with Cy Lewis of the band Amplifiers. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, you need to excuse me. My voice might sound a little weird. I've had this cough for the past few days, and I'm trying to trying to push through this introduction doing what I can uh, but today on the show got something a little different last weekend I sat down at the Pittsburgh retro gaming convention to record a live podcast alongside my friends in the grown-up human comic people if you're not familiar with the grown-up human comic people they are also a part of the Epicast network And they do a show where they talk about comic books, pop culture, and other things along that realm, you know. Their show is a little bit different from mine, and neither of our shows really have anything to do with video games. So why we sat down at a video game convention to do a live podcast is, I don't know, there's really no good reason for it, but it's a good conversation when we were able to hold it together and yeah i really can't say much about it you're either gonna really like this or you're just gonna hate it it's definitely a different format than a standard start the beat episode but you know sometimes it's good to switch things up i'm not even gonna say anything else just uh sit back relax and let's start the mother. F- <coughs> I told you, told you I'm sick. I can't even do my intro. Let's just keep it calm. Let's sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. God damn it. <laughs> For the next 40 minutes, exactly, <laughs> on the dot. I do not endorse that. I do not endorse that. <laughs> we, we apologize in advance. I like how the first thing Dan said was the F word. That was, that was amazing. And I the missed it. Thing. I wasn't even recording yet. <laughs> how did you miss that? Come on. Okay. Well, he just starts talking. You know? <laughs> He's lawless. This is total anarchy. <laughs> It's going to get real bad real he bad. He is lawless. <laughs> this Look is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we are at the Pittsburgh Retro Gaming Convention. I am Sykes from Start the Beat with Sykes, and I am joined by my good friends in the grown-up human comic people. Say what up to the people. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to steal other people's intros. Yep. 
everybody. Uh, yeah, we're here. At, <laughs> welcome to the show. We're here at the Pittsburgh Retro Gaming Con. It's awesome. Uh, we have <laughs> Sykes. I have four of the my fellow humans here. Uh, this is the uh, Start the Beat slash Grown Up Human Comic People podcast. Uh, once again, welcome to the show. Uh, why don't we go around and we'll just uh, announce everybody uh, to my traditionally to my left, Brian. What up? I'm Sykes, host of Start the Beat with Sykes. And then to my left is Daniel, the only Daniel on Grown Up Human Comic People. You can find me seven days a week at your mom's house making pancakes. I've been making pancakes with moms in Cuba for the last 10 days, and I'm still a little turned. So uh, it's good Cuban. to be home. You're not the only Welcome Daniel. Back. Welcome back. It's good to have you back. Yeah, you. we're glad to have you. Glad to have you. Old Greg, say something. This is Greg. Glad to be partying with people of all ages right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all. Uh. <laughs> you made it sound illegal. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I am Chris. That's, that's enough. <laughs> and I'm Dan. My name's also Daniel. But there's only one Daniel on the podcast. So I'm yeah. Dan. And only one Dan for that, That's for right. that matter. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, not, it's not a usual thing where I get to hold like a, like a fifth, or not a fifth, a, uh, what, what is this? I guess a, 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 pint, pint. A, pint, a pint of liquor in front of all <laughs> kinds of people. <laughs> Just little kids and <laughs> older people. <laughs> this, this, we should probably be filming this, actually, too. Well, to reel this in... I was thinking that today, being we are two different podcasts joined, mine being about music and theirs being about comics, I wanted to talk today about the influence of video games on music and comic books throughout the years. Yeah. And being At least as for 10 minutes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's get our, I'm going to get some plugs out of the way real fast. Oh, so yeah. I guess we should do that. Yeah, That's so. fine. <laughs> And you're, you're going to put your plugs in the, the beginning or some, somewhere. I mean, I could do it now, too, so the okay. people listening. All right. So, yeah, you can find us at grownuphumans.com, epicastnetwork.com, forward slash grownuphumans. Uh, shout out to Epicast. Nick is over there somewhere from Black Forge. Nick from Black Forge. What Nick, up? What's up, Nick? I know you're over there. Stop Having by a and good get time. a punch card. Yeah. <laughs> Stop by Black Forge <laughs> Coffee and get a punch card. <laughs> it's been on the news. It's awesome. It's it's. <laughs> Great job on those. I love that. When I heard that yesterday, I died. No, I texted great. Nick right away, and I was like, dude, nice job. Yep. Yeah. You made the news for making punch cards. Excellent. I posted that on Reddit, and I have never gotten death threats before yesterday when I posted <laughs> that on Reddit. No way. Really? That's a first. Oh, death threats. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even have a leaning side. I was just like, hey, look what these cool people at the coffee shop are doing in Pittsburgh. And it was like, I will kill your mother. I will kill you, your mother, your dog. I'll resurrect your dog to kill your mother again. These people were vicious. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. He, so just for anybody who doesn't know, so over at Black Forge, they have a, you know, a repeat uh, customer punch card. And <laughs> there's, uh, the, instead of just little circles, there are pictures of the top uh, brass of the government right now. Uh, and they punch Republicans. They punch right through the foreheads of each one of them every time you get a punch. And people are mad. Very people mad. People are not happy about it. The news wasn't very happy Excellent. either. Yeah. 
The news isn't happy either. No, no one's happy about it. I don't it. understand. I, but it, it's wah, excellent. Wah, well, guess wah. what? Guess what? KDKA, you're, you're next. We're, we're going to have all your anchors, <laughs> morning anchors, afternoon anchors, evening anchors. You're next. You want to criticize? You get a punch card, too. <laughs> Dan, you need a punch card for the shop, and I, I think you should follow his suit here. I mean, it should be all of us. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a good That's idea. A great idea. Yeah. I'll take a fake Brian, assassination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely get my forehead punched a hole in for the, the benefit of Southside Comics. Yeah. For sure. Certainly. <laughs> back to the plugs. Speaking right, of Southside back, Comics. Back to the plugs, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's good. go to Southside Comics, Dan, yeah. tell them where you can find them. 1931 East Carson Street. We're coming up on our two-year anniversary, if you Woo! haven't been to the store right. yet. Uh, we are in the old Commonwealth Press spot, um, right across from the art store. If you would like a 15% off coupon, come on up to our table right now. We have them. Uh, and yeah, check us out. We're on the web, too. Uh, we got, uh, go to RadicalTrivia.com if you want to come out and do some awesome trivia shows around town. Uh, you can find all the shows on there. Greg, tell them about Midnight Rose real fast. Oh, there's a band called Midnight Rose. Everybody here would love it. It's uh, old, <laughs> tradi- old classic rock and roll in the heavy sense of the words. And... Uh, yeah, seventies esque. All the all the outfits and all the stuff that you guys love about music. Anyway, so that's us. You can see us playing sometime this summer, spring, and uh, buy our album whenever it gets released, which will be real soon. Midnight Rose is life. Uh, also check out metamesh.org. Um, Becky's not here right now, but shout out to her and to Monkey who run Metamesh. Shout out to Becky. Yep, and uh, Brent, uh, your all your things. Yeah. If you're not familiar with me, if you're new to me, new to the show, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at The Real Sykes. The podcast as well has a little page on Facebook. Just go to your little search bar, type in Start the Beat. You'll find me, and you'll find the rest of these schmucks that I'm sitting with all at the Epicast website, which is at www.epicastnetwork.com. Yes. Free video games. Pay attention to us. Free video games. <laughs> so we have free video games over here. We have free video games. They're all free. Right in the corner over here. Somebody looked at us. <laughs> we're, we're in the back corner. We are. We don't we have are any video just games. Just plain old lying about that. And That's Faberge not eggs. a thing. We we're have not free Faberge that. eggs. Yeah, but there are free Faberge eggs. Yes. We all the ones that have been stolen throughout the years. We have. We have those. all of those. It's a secret only with this con right now. We do have some raffles. We have uh, a custom. Uh, pizza plate signed by everybody here at this table. Tickets are only a dollar. Uh, so this plate has been uh, eaten off of. There, were, there was pizza on it earlier today. We then, before our, our official sign showed up, we made a sign out of the pizza plate and now you can win that. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a one-of-a-kind item and tickets are one dollar. You can see a picture of it on the Grown Up Human Comic People Instagram. Yes, I did take a picture of it. IG. Yes. At Grown Up Humans. So if you want to own the plate that you've seen on Instagram already, you can own that. Just, it's just a dollar. Come on over. Get a ticket. Uh, we also have another raffle. <laughs> we have a great uh, saga book. Uh, the, it's saga number one. It's a very rare book, and it is worth probably at least $1,000. So those tickets are $10. The plate tickets are $1. Come get some tickets and have a good time. Uh, I think it's about... 
it for the plugs, right? Is that yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's okay. just dive into it. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's go for it. So, so Brian. starting off, I'm going to talk about music and video games. I like video game music a lot. I've always oh. liked video game music a lot. Yeah. I personally listen to it sometimes in the car, like uh, OC Remixes and stuff. I love OC Remix. Is it .org or .com? I, forget. I don't know. But some of that's, some of the, some, some video game music is, I think, some of the most brilliantly written music, especially 8-bit music. Oh, totally. Because they only had, I mean, so many channels to work with. Yeah, I don't know if anybody at this table was a producer or composer, but if you've ever tried to work in a program that you actually write 8-bit music in, it's like, it's like computer coding, literally. It's really, really intense. It's not just like, oh, I have sheet music. No, it's like you're writing music, but in like zeros, ones, twos, threes, ABC, and like it's all in like this like horizontal scrolling format. It's super primitive, but it's really cool. It's really difficult. I did, I, I, in, uh, in high school, we had Pascal, uh, Pascal class. <laughs> so in the, the primitive programming language, Pascal, you can make the computer's uh, inner, uh, I guess, sound whatever um, speaker, uh -huh. like, the, like the, the motherboard speaker, emit its own tones that are essentially 8-bit tones. And in order to write music, you have to give it the number of the tone you want. Exactly, yeah. And you have to figure out what each note is because like, the tones aren't in regular uh, music like in steps. Yeah, it's like one through ten. It's frequencies. Yeah. So you have to figure out what frequency you're trying to get to. And it's extremely difficult and it's, it, takes a it takes forever. And then you have to figure out the... Imagine doing uh, something in Guitar Pro, but in binary. Yeah. It's insanely difficult. There's a lot of really cool videos that you can find on YouTube of uh, people who like compose music on stuff like LSDJ. And you can just... I would take like five minutes and try to use the program and then like watch a video of someone that actually knows what they're doing and you'll be like what the <laughs> how did you do what that what the frick <laughs> thank you nice sack yes what in the world what the flip flops going on <laughs> no because literally when we showed up i saw zero children when i showed up i didn't see any kids right as soon as you open up you drop some f bombs you're getting comfortable all of a sudden, you see a sea of children. <laughs> like, all I see are children. I think that 75% of the people here are under the age of 14 all, all of a sudden. It's like, it's like oh, yep, I, I get to be that guy. I'm drunk Uncle Daniel. Come on over. Your mom's not going to let you hang very long. <laughs> Dan, it's a video game convention. Why did you not think children would be here? Because look around. It looks like the high school class in 1998 showed up. It looks like it looks like it looks like the nerd squadrons from every high school in in the greater Pittsburgh area have convened here, and and we can be together comfortably. We don't have to worry about going to the bathroom anymore. We can go. Show of hands. Who was really popular in high school? <laughs> I have one, one person. One person gave you the finger. One person gave you the finger. Fair enough. That half of you haven't gotten there yet. Half of you are on your way to high school. When you get there, don't worry. It's going to seem terrible. You're way cooler than everyone else there. But you're going to come back, and it's going to be like 2038, and you're going to be us. You're going to have a podcast. You're going to be playing video games. You're going to play all the a PS4. Oh, my God. Retro. Kids don't get it. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to be us. You're probably going to say things you regret the next day. But uh, you're going to be cooler than everyone else. 
eventually. <laughs> I like You're going to have a really tough four years. I like hang in there. Of all hang the people there. at this table to say that to these people, like, you're the, the worst person to say that. You look the least nerdy out of right. all of us. You're standing up. You're jacked. <laughs> Listen, this is all a facade underneath of everything. My, this is an affect. I am a, a broken teenager. Still working through these. Speaking of... Um, anyway, also, can, can somebody... I just need some more support. Who's, who's moderately, mildly to moderately drunk in the afternoon? Is anybody... Oh, come yeah, on. This yeah, right okay, here. there's yeah, one guy. Here. We got some honesty. Yes. Who's had, a, who's had at least two. one beer? Who's had at least one who's beer so drinking? far? Who's drinking? Who's now? drinking Alcohol. right now? We know. We there's know beer you right are. over there. We got one. If you don't know, there's a bar right over here, and if you're not drinking, you should be. And yes, Mario's yes, kicking them back. Plumbers get it. Tip your bartenders. Absolutely. Tip your bartender, but yes. the reason it's open is because you're supposed to drink in the afternoon. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. On a day like yeah. this, absolutely. Tip your reseller. <laughs> Tip your reseller. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that is true. We should have we should have him. Whatever you're free, you should tip. A, yeah, tip them with beer. Give get your reseller a drink, and they will really appreciate it. They that's probably the that's right. the best it, yeah, way to work out a deal with your reseller. <laughs> yeah. How how about fifteen percent now? You know that <laughs> that four dollar Dale's Pale Ale might get you like fifty bucks off of something. I feel like we need to give that that's man a pro a, tip. I'm gonna give him a swig of here. Somebody else talk right now. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to reel this conversation back Real in for another five minutes. Hopefully, comic books. Let's talk about some of our favorite uh, comic book to video game adaptations. Oh, I thought you were going to say comic book music, and I was like, I have at least five really favorite comic book music tracks. I, I, and notable mentions over uh, elsewhere as well. But you first. <laughs> Go ahead. Is this a yeah. Chris list? No, I'm a, I was actually just being a dick. There's no music in comic books. It's a, it's a book. No, I thought, I thought you were talking about... Vi never mind. You said comics, <laughs> and I, I just my mind translated video games from that. <laughs> So, to be fair, some of them do have suggestions for music inside of them, and, and we can actually we can probably get to that in a in a in a bit here. Uh, even actually, Brian, to uh, to answer your question or redirect your question, rather, some comic books have suggestions for um, for music to listen to while you read, which I always appreciate. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's uh, Royal of, City was the most recent. Yes. Yes, uh, I think Rockstars had suggestions. Rockstars. Um, what was the one that Greg didn't read? Mayday. Oh yeah, Mayday. Yeah, Mayday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mayday. Yeah. Yeah. That one Mayday. had suggestions. In the Is back. that just like a note that they put, kind of like, yeah, you, in like the forward or sometimes, whatever? Sometimes it's in the book, in the pages itself. Sometimes it's in the back of the book. They'll say like, you know, this is what I was listening to, or this is what you should read while. Has anybody at this table actually ever listened to the music that the comic book suggested? Yes. Uh, Does yeah. it enhance your experience? I haven't even read the comic book. Not really. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not like musically inclined, so I, I'm, like not a good, I'm not a good uh, person to answer this question. But I do, like, whenever the book comes out, I, I will go on to Spotify, find the playlist, and I will play it in the store you know, while I read the book. Super cool. It is cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool to um, gain a little insight into the creators of the book, like what they're going for. Um, yeah. I, I, I always see that note, either in the book or in the back, and I'm like, that's a great idea. I should listen to that music, and I just don't. <laughs> I think the next time I put out an album, I'm just going to have a little note. Like, this is the music you should actually be listening to instead <laughs> of this. While you're listening to this track, listen yeah. to this track. The next like, Walker album. While you're listening to this music, just mute it and put this album on. Or no, you should, you should have reading suggestions while you're listening. Oh, so this is what you should be reading while you're listening to this music. See, I was thinking like a musical bibliography at the end, at the end of the liner notes, and say like, we're all. I mean, I guess that like 
uh, for that matter, like, why, why didn't uh, you know Beastie Boys just like list all the bibli in the bibliography like, everything that they sampled and? That's a good idea. Yeah, actually. I think that that's would pretty be cool. really cool. I, I wish more people would do that. In, in you know, not well, even joking. Every every once in a while, I'll listen to a song and I'll hear like a sample. What what is like clearly a sample? And I'm like, I wonder what song that's from. And you know, if you have a CD or something, it doesn't tell you. It never tells you where. There's a website that's called Who Sampled Who. Yeah. And you can like find out pretty much. Yeah. For the most part, uh, a lot of the samples that are in songs. If you. Yeah. You can just basically type in a song, and it'll tell you everybody that's ever sampled that song. Right. And then like vice versa. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so but, we. Yeah. Question wasn't answered. Right. Comic book. Comic video game. Comic book video oh, right. game. So. Those are typically done by the smaller publishers, like Dark yeah. Horse or Boom or um, Titan. Like right now, um, there's an Assassin's Creed comic book by Titan. Um, Dark Horse has uh, the the rights to Legend of Zelda. They don't have a comic book, but they do art books that are very popular. Yeah, Is Dark Horse considered a smaller publisher now. Yeah, compared I mean, to like Marvel there's or the big DC. two, and then everyone else is like fighting for. I feel like a percentage of publisher. I'd say like image would be third, probably. Yeah. Like like it, right it, below. Image is, is probably third in this, the the pie chart, if you would say. Yeah. And then everyone else is vying for uh, position. IDW, they have um, some of the licensed products. Uh, yeah. You know, um, so all like they come out. They're typically limited series. Um, they're really special interest though. Like you know, like if you like that stuff, you you read it. If you don't. If you're not into that kind of stuff, then you're not going to buy the comic book. So it's a tough sell sometimes. Yeah. There was a, uh, oh, what, what's, what's the, uh, oh, there's a Dark Souls comic? Dark Souls. Dark Souls, yeah. I, I, didn't, I read the first one. Yeah. It seemed pretty cool, actually. I liked the idea. It wasn't, because Dark Souls is, the story of Dark Souls is kind of like nebulous. Yeah. Where you're not entirely sure what's happening, like, most of the time. Until you get, like, probably about half, like, halfway through the, the first game. Um. It's it's hard to uh, to know what the story actually is. So like the comic book can pretty much be anything as long as it's kind of resembles the uh, the story or the the style of of Dark Souls. And and that 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 comic is pretty cool. I I've only read the first issue, but I liked it. Um, that's, that's Titan. Um, Archie Comics does um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Mega Man. Uh, and those those have been going for a while. Like Sonic's like in the two hundreds, so I mean that's been in publication. I remember a while. reading yeah. the Sonic comic book when I was like a child. Yeah. Like super super young. Yeah. There was a Sonic comic. Still going. Like it's it's got its following. You know. <laughs> I was talking to Chris before this, uh, and I didn't think of the idea until I was here. But I was like, I have the first issue of the Mortal Kombat comic. From yes. Like, oh yeah. Yes. Four ninety five. I was like, Love we should have like read that and talked about that. Yeah. That would have been DC. super relevant. DC just did a Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat X, ten. I guess I don't know. I think right? that I don't, the wow. one that I have was like Malibu Publishing yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malibu Publishing. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 so I, I, I had the uh, like the, the strategy guide for Mortal Kombat two, or three. It, I think it was actually one and two. It was a combination book. Ooh. And and but in the back of it or in the middle of it, there were like there was the Mortal the full Mortal Kombat like there was probably like three or four issues in the middle of the book. Oh, this thing was like really thick. It was. Awesome! Back in the days of strategy guides, I'm oh. sure that everybody here Nintendo Power. Been, well, not everybody. <laughs> the people who are 25 or older remember <laughs> strategy guides that were physical things. You could buy them, and, and they, you would. It, it was so cool. Like you know, you, you got to see if, if it was uh, for Super Nintendo or Genesis. You could see the different screenshots from the systems, and like 
yeah. compare side by side which graphics were better. Yeah. Dude, and they like, still make strategy guides. Do they still make strategy guides? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Why would anybody because buy that shit? They, well, you get the really? art card stuff. Okay. It's the art. Oh, okay. Okay. But I still, sense. yeah, I still do like keep keep my strategy guides because it, it's like a it's like a little diary. Like, oh, I remember Wait, going through and yeah. playing that thing without you know setting back up the system. It's like watching a long pay, play on YouTube. Right. I, had a, I had a friend in high school who was really into reading through strategy guides, even games he wasn't actively playing at the time. <laughs> he would just read through the books on the bus. He's like, yeah, I beat that game. <laughs> like, you you didn't play that game? No, I beat it. I know how to beat it. It's I, so I, weird. <laughs> Oh yes, yes, oh, yeah. yes. The the tip hotlines are great. Yeah, bring them over. Bring them over. Bring them over. Galore yeah, over what I was saying was that uh, I really miss being able to call the tip hotline and then also reading those tip sections in like Nintendo Power or uh, yeah. Game Game Pro. Yeah, and just a question: Who do you think was manning the tip hotline phones? That's a good question. Like, who do you, who who was that guy? Was it was it? Like, uh, like you, I don't know, but as a child, I aspired to be that guy. Right, yeah, right. just like the god, all the info. Like, and, and do you think they were like sitting around? It was sort of like a party line, like a bunch of dudes at their mom's house who were like, you know, just in their like mid twenties, <laughs> playing video games. They get a phone call, Jerry. Jerry, it's a hotline. It's a hotline. Hello. <laughs> I told you. I told you last time. Back, back, up, down, A, B. That's it. You know, like, who do you think seriously? Like, or was it, or, or was it one of the, like the major like? Were they exasperated every time they picked up the yeah, phone? Yeah, like, like maybe they worked for like the third party companies like Capcom or Konami or something like right. that. Or right. Maybe they're just the the uber nerds. I've never met anybody who's done that before. So like that, that would be a really interesting person to like to if you Absolutely. met somebody at a bar, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're talking to somebody at a bar, they're like, Yeah man, what do you do? It's like, well, I used to be a tip hotline guy for video guys. You'd be like, What? Hold on, let's let, ask me, you let me just Okay, pick anybody your brain. who's paying attention to this right now, have any of you ever met someone who is the tip hotline guy for video games? <laughs> anyway, if you have, please come over here and tell and us. Will about you that sign person. my chest? <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm you've a- called the tip hotline. Come over and tell us about the experience. Yes, yeah. If you've ever been on a Thank video game tip hotline, quick shout like out to you to know cartridges galore video games. What cartridges was your name, galore? man? Nick. Nick from Nick. cartridges galore. Nick from cartridges galore. Hey, yeah. Nick. Go check them out. Looks <laughs> well, like they have a. Uh, he's across the way from us. Stores. Yeah. Ten. They have ten stores. Wow. That's a lot of stores. That's great. That's cartridges galore. Don't literally. become. Don't become video game exchange, please. Don't become that. <laughs> I actually. Because my all of my old video games fell victim to that cheating store, those those hooligans <laughs> those trying chislers. not to say yeah those those chiseling as sons of guns sons of guns chiseling yes. they're just making the statue of David yeah no they chisel your money away is what they're doing they're just chipping away your money that's what I, they do I actually have a story about the video game tip line. When, uh, when I was younger, a wee lad, and I got my first PlayStation with Final Fantasy VII. Nice. And uh, it was, my friends and I were, like, trying to grind through it. And there was the, there was the tip line. And it was a 1-900 number to get this tip line. It was, like, $5 <laughs> a minute for tips on Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> so we were at my, uh, my friend Jordan's house. And I saw it in the back of a comic book. And I was like... Hey, we could just call and like get the tips off here. This is like what '96, I think, when this happens. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "All right, well, I guess I can just like you know steal one of my parents' credit cards, and we'll just do that." 
<laughs> and we spent like an hour on the phone at five dollars a minute. <laughs> well, because in those games, like there's a lot of running you have to do. So the well, guy's like, "Okay, so run north." Oh, you got to do another battle? Yeah, yeah, I'll wait. Oh, there's a battle. Okay, I'll wait. Well, <laughs> what happened was <laughs> we just thought we were like, "All right, we got past this part. It took us an hour. That's fine." A month later, dude's dad gets his credit card bill. <laughs> And he comes in and he asks all of us over to this kid's house and we all sit down in the living room. <laughs> and he's like perfectly calm. He's like, all right, listen, guys, you're at that age. We got to talk about the birds and the bees. And we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he brings, he's like, you guys dialed a 1-900 number. He's like, no, that's to beat Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and he was furious because we spent it on video games. <laughs> he thought he not a board hotline, yeah. <laughs> He thought you at least heard some dirty words or something. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing? It wasn't even, it wasn't even a visual. You spent all my money on video games? There's like an 18% interest rate on that credit card to beat Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> like, I would have bought you the strategy guide. Yeah, it was like 20 bucks. For 1999. Yeah. Those are still around. They haven't discontinued those yet. No. The question is, how much did it cost to beat Final Fantasy VII in 1995? $430. Oh, I'm sure. Plus the cost of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 485. Oh, no, no, no. So like 550. Because yeah, back, back in the day, video games were like 60 to $70. That's yeah. It. Which is, I mean, kind of standard now. It's, it's all, that's weird. Because like back in the day, like video, the price of video games hasn't changed very drastically since like 1990. No, for sure. They've for always sure. been 50 to $70. I remember yeah. when Mortal Kombat 2 came out yeah. and like, begging my mom to buy it and it was like $75 at Babbage's. Yeah. And, yep. and and she was like that's an insane amount of money. That's today that's For like then, that was that's an like $175 amount. now. Like yep. that's that's insane to me. What? That we used to actually pay that much money for video games. Who are you kidding? We. We. Where were we getting money when we were 10? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay. Every video game my mom her policy was that she would Hello? not buy me any video game. So I everything before like actually Every video game I've ever owned, I bought myself. Well, how are you making money at 11? Well, uh, Being well, nice my, well, and getting an allowance? <laughs> okay, my, he's a, re he's a really good-looking boy. Just want to say. I was really nice to people, and I convinced them to do things for me. No. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, my Super Nintendo was the first video game I bought, and I bought it because I got a, a job in an advertisement for lens crafters, and <laughs> I had big, <laughs> stupid, like... 90s glasses. You were a model. And yes. I was a child model. You're always a model. <laughs> I was a child model, and so I made $250. Like, and I was like, what do you want to do with this? You probably put your savings guy. I was like, Super Nintendo, <laughs> right now. We're going right now. And she's like, okay. So we went to Toys R Us, and you had to, get the, you had to go to, the, to the, the video game aisle, which had no video games in it, just those little slips of paper. Right. Got the, the big the, 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 the slip that said, like Super Nintendo, 250 bucks. Brought it to the dungeon in the in the front of the store because there was like one guy that in in Monroeville, right? That Toys yeah. R Us. Yeah, exactly right. I remember you just it. Punched me in the face with nostalgia from that. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Until yeah, you, you remember? Just like it. like you couldn't go and look at the video games. It was just a wall of papers, and you would pick the one that you wanted, and you had to go to the front of the store. Take note, those of you who are younger than 25, you had to go to the front of the store with that little stupid piece of paper. You had to pay for pay with the Little ticket. You, you took your paid ticket to the thing, and the keeper of the games would appear and hand you your precious piece of uh, eighty-dollar. 
plastic. Yeah. You also had to walk over barefoot on broken glass. Yeah. And oh, answer yeah. three riddles. Toys, yeah, the, the bottom the, the floor of Toys R Us was not paved. It was just broken glass. But like you walked <laughs> up there as the, as a ten year old kid. Oh. And just slap that, slap that, slap that, that, that thing down. Boom, yeah. And just stared at the dude right in the eyes. And he's just like. And he looks at your mom. He looks at your mom like, don't look at her. Look at me. <laughs> you saw what I want. <laughs> look me. at me. I am the owner now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my chauffeur. Do not look at my chauffeur. You look at me. <laughs> hey, pay this man. <laughs> mom. <laughs> And then you would take that video game home and you would play it for like three months because video games used to be hard. And then you would beat it and you would probably start over because you're not getting another video game for until Christmas. I remember they were that expensive. I got a Super Nintendo for Christmas when I was a kid and I got one game with it. And I don't know. I don't know if wherever my dad bought the Super Nintendo was giving like some sort of special and he didn't know what to do. So the game that I got with my Super Nintendo was Populous. <laughs> That's the worst. So I was like so stoked to have a Super Nintendo in the one game that I had for probably two months was Populous. <laughs> you, I was like, you're I don't like, even know what to do. Play Populous, and they're like, no, no. Well, for one, I really didn't have any friends to begin with. I'm not trying to be simple, be sad story, but I just didn't. I didn't have anybody to hang out with, and that was the one game I had. It was so weird. I never got good at it. I don't even know how to play. Like I, I think I downloaded it one time just to see what it was like, and I have no idea how to play. Popular. I don't know what the hell that is game is. No like, idea. Is it like a like a Sim City type of game, right? I think it's I think some so. type of like. I don't. I just remember it being, baloney. I like how <laughs> I, I like how you. It, it was the only game you had for a while, and you still don't know what how to. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you just turn it on and be like, ah. Uh, you know okay. what? I still feel that way though. Like I don't really know how to play ET. But I love that game. Okay, no one knows how to play E.T. It's impossible. Also, nobody loves that game. Yeah, nobody loves I E.T. I love that game. Okay. I'll tell you. Listen, I don't believe you. There's a... Th <laughs> I swear, at least I remember loving that game. I was the kid who had, like, Atari until he was, you know... There's a landfill in California that speaks to no the fact that no one loves that game. I got, I, Literally not one person. Hey, in the same vein, I got a contribution right now to the topic. So... Yeah. Terrible, terrible ideas for video games on, on consoles. Super Nintendo, Populous. No. E.T. on whatever it was. I've got one that I guarantee nobody else in here kept if they ever did make the mistake of buying it. <laughs> NES, Where's Waldo? Oh, oh man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine how bad that would be. Was it NES or Super NES? It was, it NES. was NES. Okay. Yeah. That sounds even worse. Yeah. So uh, the way the game happens, like, you know, it's got the title screen. You've got the, the, the cover of the box that looks like a Waldo book. Which are kind of fun, I guess. In, in retrospect, I don't know what was fun about it, but they, uh, and there's the the screen loads up and there's nothing moving. There's there's <laughs> nothing moving. You're looking at a still image. There's no music. Really? I don't believe that there was any music on the Where's Waldo game. I don't think there was. It's it's just like looking at the page of a book. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was music. Really? I remember there being music. There had to have been music. I mean, I don't, I don't, I never played it, so I don't know. But Are I you just can't imagine it being poorer you, than it was. Just like, how what, did you find was, Waldo? Was there a like? Eight oh, graphics. Like, I was gonna say, would, you, if Waldo, you use the, the light gun, no, it was like a little cursor, you know, that you move with your with your controller, with okay, your direction pad. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like grid based, probably. Yeah, but like the resolution, it's eight bit resolution graphics, so uh, <laughs> it's worse than looking at the page of a book. Okay. The book is way more fun than the video game. How well, often do you get to hear that? I imagine like. 
Maybe maybe you don't remember there being music because like you sat and looked at it for such a long time, the music just like stopped playing. Maybe that was it. Like it, it was only on a, on a loop for so long. And it just yeah. it just became part of your brain. <laughs> yeah. Like and you just you didn't hear it anymore. You just become mesmerized by Where's Waldo on. So Nintendo. wait 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 wait. So was the Where's Waldo video game like the book where like you're just encouraging children to stare at a television to find Waldo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is precisely right. Speaking, speaking of children, uh, Brian, who, who just sat down, who's one of the main organizers for Pittsburgh Retro Gaming. Let's hear uh, from Brian, who organized all this thing. Woo! <laughs> yes. Nobody uh, cares. One person. No, no, one one person. We one thank you. One person cares. <laughs> Dotson. We got Dotson here. <laughs> thank you. Whoever you are, let me know. And oh, I get turned off. I, no, you're, <laughs> you're being recorded. It's you were just, too hot for TV. Yeah, there we go. Hot. All right. yeah. One person cares. Whoever you are, let me know, and you'll get in free next year. <laughs> it, it was, it was Everybody not, else it was her right double. there. She's the one who clapped. I, I'm looking at her right now. She clapped for you. She gets uh, in free next year. Right. Yeah, th- but everyone else can pay double. You'll get in free next year. Thank you for clapping and paying attention. Yeah. Everyone else can just go about your business. No, Thanks se- for nothing. Seriously, uh, you, you should stop over and introduce yourself to Brian. Yes. He's had enough drinks where he'll hold up on this for next year. I, I promise. <laughs> He's really drunk. Yeah. He is hammered. That's why this, is, this whole thing's falling apart. Yeah, he, the wheels are off. He's made several passes at me. No, I just, no, I, but, but literally, I, wa- I watched Brian's son, I mean, beat mercilessly 30-year-old women, and I don't even know the name of the video game. It was, it was no contest. And I looked down and I was like, I, th- I think this is Brian's kid. I only, you know, I saw his mohawk, his, his cool, curly mohawk. And uh, I was like, oh, it, if he wasn't beating you, Brian would be intensely upset. You he had a 30 foot wall. You had my attention so much more until you got to the end of that statement. What? <laughs> I just watched Brian's son mercilessly beat 30 year old women. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely paying attention to the rest of this. He, he is a little bit of a hellraiser. That's why he's got the mohawk going on. You know, but yeah, I, I'm sure he's been playing video games pretty much since he could hold a controller. So I, I'm sorry, whoever you were, 30 year old woman who my son mercifully filleted. You know, but you know, it happens. So how's the convention day going for you? It's uh, it's a quarter to five. We've been here for. Almost like eight hours at this point. We've been here for a while. The convention has been absolutely awesome. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Anytime you go into one of these events, it's you feel like you're rolling the dice, and you're like, you know, I'm super nerdy, and I really love what I'm nerdy about. I hope enough other people are as in love with their what I'm nerdy about as I am that they're actually gonna show up for something like this. Oh yeah. And you know, we exist primarily on the internet. And that's not the most social group of people, so they have that extra <laughs> hurdle say. of trying to get those people to come and be social. And the basically, the, the best way to sell it is, like, come be dysfunctional with the rest of us. Oh, yeah. You know? And this is a safe place. Yes, exactly. And you know what? Today was a great safe place. I, we did gangbusters as far as attendance go. Uh, my wife was working the admission booth. She said it never stopped. People were rolling in the whole day. And not just, like, people coming and going. It was brand new faces walking in the doors. Everybody seemed like they found something that they liked or they wanted. And uh, that's great. That's the whole reason why we do it, you know? That's awesome. Chanel, your your wife was saying that you sold 200 pre-sales, right? Yeah, we we 
just shy, like maybe like a hair shy of 200 tickets pre-sold. And then you were saying that you had the, the new tickets. There, there was uh, 150 gone. Correct. And then in addition to that, more tickets were sold. An unknown quantity at that point because we had no way of tracking the attendance because we gave away all the printed tickets. So <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we're hoping we hit somewhere around the 500 mark in attendance. It's hard to say because people coming and going throughout the day. Sure. Right. But, you know, I mean, I, it was solid. It really was. I mean, every time I walked around the room and I thought, okay, this is it. The tide's going to go out now. I can walk a little more freely through the space, and I'm not stifling, you know, b- to breathe. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the tide would come back in, and there'd be a whole new crush of people. And it would, it would, I knew it was a new crush of people because it was people that I knew who I hadn't seen for the hours previous. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just got here. So, wow. yeah, I mean, it was constant all day. I mean, even now we've, excuse me, we've given away all the all the free stuff and all the children's hospital prizes. And there are still people and there's here. There's still people here, and yeah. usually that's when people are like, ah, "I'm out, I got my stuff." Well, whenever you know? there's there's like a bunch of stations to just play old video games, that's awesome, and I think everyone really appreciates that. Like, I I was asked to be in a. Uh, uh, an NBA Jam tournament earlier today from to which downtown. I go to, to the second round um, because the first round, I pl- well, I, I'm not sure if he's still here. Uh, I didn't get his name, but I played against somebody. I, I imagine he was probably like maybe 16. And I felt kind of bad because I was like, you don't know how to play NBA Jam. <laughs> this game is older than you are. And also, how did that go you for have you? To pick the Bulls every time. <laughs> like you got to pick the Bulls, even though Michael Jordan is in the game. Scottie Pippen is Michael Jordan in the game. Like, that's the team you have to go with. Yeah. And then the second round was against the guy who was uh, – that guy right there. And uh, he knew what he was doing. And I, I said, like, oh, I'm not going to pick the Bulls this time because I played them last time. I should have picked the Bulls. Why, did he whoop you? you? Well, no, I, I lost by 10. So, you okay. know, it wasn't a spanking. I, I just – I should have picked the Bulls. I picked uh, – I played as David Robinson, who is not good at shooting threes. So it's just not yeah. – I know he lost by 10 because this is the fourth time I've heard this damn story – it just happened three hours. This is ago. the second time I've told this story. You can, you can just. This is the tenth time I've heard this story. You can just save it. Yeah, you can suck a toe. Yeah. Well, what's, what's, what's funny is, is uh, today you were asked to be, you're invited to be part of a, an NBA Jam tournament. Yes. I have been witness to you being invited to other kinds of Jam tournaments. <laughs> What and what the hell does that even mean? More. Man, I am <laughs> I'm limited on the words I can use. However, we're challenging you today. We're putting you to task this, to see yeah, exactly yeah. how deep your vocabulary in truly some, is. In some ways, this is kind of more fun. <laughs> yeah, or not being able to use any curse words at I, all. Like I said before, I've heard artists say the more restricted they are, yeah. the more creative, liberating it could be. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. here you go. Here's I, your challenge. I, I can't remember the last time I said I told someone to save it. <laughs> you sound like my mother. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Jared, Jared remembers the, the, the jam tournament invitation. <laughs> no, I, I, what do I? Remember the jam tournament invitation. The jam tournament. It's when a bunch of adults want to get together and non-musicians want to jam. Oh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is nicer. <laughs> this is what? better than that. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for the people who have to carry in these CRT mo- the, the t- televisions. Yeah, we That's lost one be... of those today. Yeah. We I, had a casualty. I can Wait, imagine. Boy. Lost one like it was stolen or it was just busted? It got dropped. Humpty Dumpty took a great fall. <laughs> <laughs> all of the king's men and oh. all the king's horses could not put them together again. <laughs> the last one of those I, that I had got left where the last time I moved. Yeah. I was like, nope, that's yours now. 
the, the one, our one remaining roommate, I was like, happy birthday, that's yours. I'll see you later. Oddly enough, I'm actually considering starting a sub business of the PRG yeah. where we actually go and people pay us to take their Trinitrons out of their homes. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, absolutely. You get a bunch of free TVs that work, probably. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Man, like a 32-inch of one of those is really heavy. Hey, uh, I'll one-up that. My mom has a 36-incher that she's, she's not sure what to do with it. So. <laughs> That's what she well, said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! 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 Come on, man. We were trying Whoa. to keep it clean. You're the one that told us not to do yeah, something like I that. <laughs> I actually have two of the 36-inchers uh, at home that I use in tandem. <laughs> Hello again, princess. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, True, this is your story. <laughs> as your daughter walks in up. my living room is a 19-inch Trinitron that I have. I don't know if it's a Trinitron. It looks like it. It's uh, my television. I don't think they made a 19-inch Trinitron. I think Trinitron's like the bigger TV. No, they do. They do. do. Really? They're very hard to find. Really? They are I, kind of a rare commodity. Okay. Actually, I've seen it. I've been them. in. I've been in Dan's living room and I saw it, and it doesn't look like a TV. No, it's a it, piece of furniture now. It is. He doesn't use it for a TV. It's just he just sits there, he puts stuff on it. People have walked in and they said, "Why do you have a computer monitor on your end table?" That well, oh, that that's not a trend. That's not a Trinitron, is it? No, that's a that's a like a, a like a flat TV. Yeah, the Trinitron's like like that over there, like the like a big an actual. Yeah, some of them are curved tube. Well, no, no, I, I meant what he has is like a like this thick. It's a computer monitor. Oh, it's a it, flat panel. Yeah. yeah, not a flat. It's screen. not. Yeah, no, no, it's flat screen, but it's a flat panel. Well, like yeah, I know, yeah. but like, yeah. that's how we differentiate because people you can get confused. Flat panel is what most modern televisions are. You know, it just occurred to me that like uh, TVs have gone from uh, like convex to flat to concave. Yeah. Now, like now, the thing is like, oh, the fanciest TVs are the ones that are. Curved inwards, for some reason I don't get. I don't really understand why. Yeah, I have. I have no idea. I, I don't have any need for new televisions. All my video game consoles are thirty years old. So I mean, <laughs> I've seen them, but I don't know anything about them. You don't want them to look extra crappy, right? That, when, I, when I see newer TVs that don't have uh, RCA inputs, I'm like, well, what good is this? Yeah, what am I supposed to do with this? Same. What am, yeah. How do I? One hundred percent. I'm exactly the same. I can't. I can't plug my like. Where am I supposed to plug my plug in my VCR? That's well, the, the exact. That's the thing. Is like I wanted to get a new television for my living room. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, where can I find a 60-inch flat screen that still has RCA inputs on it? <laughs> Craigslist? Well, is that it? The, the funny thing is, like, now what you have to have is an RF adapter. Yeah, I don't want to buy an adapter. <laughs> because, like, first it was like you had to have an RF adapter because every TV was just coax. And then it was RC most of them had RCA, so you just, like, super easy plug it in. And then they took that away from you, but they all do still mostly have coax uh, adapters because you can plug in your digital uh, antennas are those. Yeah. And so now you have to find another RF adapter, which seems like super ancient technology. We're reverse technology, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Pretty much the only way to work back. around that is to get so, a VCR, run your coax <laughs> into the VCR, and then run video out through AV to into the TV. <laughs> which makes it look even better. <laughs> right. I'm sure so it looks phenomenal. <laughs> it looks so great to, the to run it through another device. <laughs> The people who won at the end of the day are the people that make those adapter units. Right, right. Yeah. They're just like, ha ha. Oh, yeah. I actually have an Atari 7800 here today that was resurrected from the grave by one of our PRG necromancers. And that console was coaxial out only, and he <laughs> modified it so that it now runs oh, AV awesome. out. So, that's right. Because it's, coax is a pain in the butt. It really is. <laughs> but there's some guy who's, 
who was for like 20 years has been like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you we're going to do, coax is going to be a thing once again. I'm still making RF modulators. <laughs> He's some guy tinkering in his basement. And then all, that's, all the, the RCA inputs disappeared. He's like, Marie, I see I told you. People are going to be buying these again. He, he emerges from the basement. <laughs> A 65-year-old man dressed exactly like all of his 22-year-old customers. <laughs> like, thick glasses the whole night. He comes out and they're like, ah. I hear you kids need some RF modulators. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Jared and I lived together, I had one of these massive TVs. And I asked him, because I lived in the attic. And I asked him, I said, hey, can you move this 500-pound TV up to the attic for me? <laughs> and we had we had two flights of stairs, three levels, including the attic. So begrudgingly, because Jared's a good guy, he did it. And it, it took like literally all of his muscle mass to move this thing by himself up the stairs. Because it's a it's a one person job. You just have to be ripped to carry this TV. And it you hated me for it. It's you not it's not a two person job because it's not, not quite big no. enough to be a two person I, job. It's I a almost, one person like awful job. Yeah. yeah. I, I almost became a widower. Yeah. Because of a 36-inch Trinitron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my wife's like, oh, I can help you carry that. I'm like, honey, I love your gumption. <laughs> I really respect <laughs> the optimism here. But, you know, if we're going to do this, I should probably be on the bottom. Yeah, you and I are not carrying this up the stairs. No, not at all. With you on the bottom well, of this. No. Needless to say, it did go badly. <laughs> and I I'm still making it up to her to this day. But... Yeah, I'm not a widower, so I mean, I give her credit for that. She took the hit like a champ. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's right she's here today, right now. Yeah, she's working a mission. She's sitting down all day. <laughs> well, well, in fairness, she, can't she was a, like a competitive martial artist for a while. True. She so, doesn't know how to take no, a hit. Someone who can take a hit. Take a hit. Yeah, but we're talking the difference between like Taekwondo, which is a bunch of like skinny, light people like yourself, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm really struggling with my own guidelines today because <laughs> it's hard. I just dropped a couple there, you know, or you know, sumo. You know, it, they're, I was not, saying, they're not designed to take a hit like that. An unmoving, <laughs> inexorable object and gravity. Right. It's, it's, it's hit you in the chest hard, yeah. real hard. Right. And I don't have my dobok. <laughs> She's like, I'm good. No, I'm good. You, I'm good. Just. Just get it off me. That so, was my own, that's what she said. To end my story. Yes. Remember when I went away with my girlfriend at the time for a weekend? Oh, yeah. And you turned my goddamn TV upside down <laughs> that yep. weighed 500 pounds, yeah, including the rest of my bedroom. <laughs> just turned, he just got, Jared got wasted with his friends. Actually, I think it was just Robin. Robin, yeah. Shout out to Robin. She's not here. Shout out to her. And you, you wanted to go on the roof, so you guys went through because I lived in the attic and you had to go through my room. And you went on the roof and came back in and looked at each other and said, let's turn all of Chris's furniture upside down. And we did. Yeah. We, we broke a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. You broke a bunch <laughs> of stuff. I still haven't seen Mad Men because you broke my DVD collection. <laughs> yeah, I'm, real, I'm still sorry about that. I did break his Mad Men collection. Uh, well, season one. Just season one. Just season one. I broke a couple discs of season one. But we did turn one of those Trinitron TVs upside down. And let me just say, it still functioned just, just fine. You could turn that shit upside, turn that upside down. You could <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your one. That nobody, TV's, nobody heard. It was mild. That nope. TV's still a champ. It still exists. Anyway. It's, it's almost six or whatever. 
It, yeah. it's, five to, it's five to five. Sure. <laughs> all, all, all the kids that were here took quaaludes. They're all asleep now. <laughs> because we're amongst retro games, there's also retro drugs. Too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's people selling quaaludes. Everybody here is on their quaaludes. What's next? Barbiturates? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Barbiturates and quaaludes. <laughs> Ludes, man. And whippets. Who knows what a whippet is? Well, well, everybody knows what a whippet is. Whippets, I mean, yes. Whippets yeah. are still a thing. There's nothing wrong with a, like a whippet every once in a while. You know, There's but like, wrong I, with that. I, I, I feel like it, in old songs they reference shit like like reds <laughs> taking a red. I don't even know what a red would do. You know, like a what? A red. A red. Reds and whites. What? You like pills? Yeah, I think. You, you I take don't know. a red. You know, and then I, I only think of the character from Jessica Jones with the reds and the whites and the blues. Nuke, the, the cop, where he's taking uh, the pills. Yeah, he gets yeah, all yeah. Pumped the up. same thing. They talk about that. I have yeah. no idea. Somebody's like, you want a red? I don't know. It's my favorite flavor of popsicle. <laughs> red brings you up. White evens you up. Blue, blue brings you back down. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> don't I, take a red without having a blue. I like that, like, <laughs> 70s drug terms just eventually turn into Gatorade flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking Great American Chili Pops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who doesn't love one of those? Oh, okay. First, just a real quick survey. I'm going to go around the table real fast. Uh, name your favorite flavor of Bomb Pop layer. Go. Red. White. Red. White. White. Dan? White. Nobody likes I'm blue. I'm saying blue. Blue is my favorite. Like, once you are get you the serious? Bottom, yeah. Blue's... Whatever you guys are crazy. Blue is the best flavor. <laughs> on the bottom, on the bottom of a bomb pop, you get to the, you finally get to the blue raspberry flavor. That is okay. Nice. Everybody who's listening, favorite layer of the bomb pop: red hands. <laughs> Nobody good. White hands. Nobody good. Blue hands. Oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. No, that's two. That's two. That's two right two, there. Two, two right there. Blue. Boom. All the entire crowd that's listening supports my decision. All two, All of, two of them. Yeah. All two of them. <laughs> the rest of you have never had the, a bomb The captive pop audience from Partridge's Galore who is just begging for 6 o'clock to get here so they can be away <laughs> hey, from this. No. Shout no. out. We're to, having a great uh, time. We've been having a He was on the podcast earlier. Nick, right? Nick? Yeah, Cartridge's Nick Galore. Shout outs. Yeah, shout out to Cartridge's Galore. Uh, yeah. Best resellers around. Yes. In, in fact, Nick, whenever if you want to come over and tell us where your stores are, you can do that. Um, I don't. I don't know where they. I'm. I'm I'll there's let you a sign where there's yeah, six of them on the sign, but there's ten stores. Do Do you have any quaaludes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't even know if they're still good. <laughs> uh, so we have ten total locations. We have four in Central PA. It's Altoona and Duncansville, Johnstown and State College. We have five in Maryland: uh, Frederick, Hagerstown, Lavelle, Cumberland, and Frostburg, and Morgantown, West Virginia. Cool. So when are you going to bring one to Pittsburgh? Uh, Indiana was the next talks. He said Indiana. Uh, Indiana was the next talks, and we're, we're working our way westward, Pennsylvania. So we'll have, we'll have one in Indiana hopefully soon. That'll be good. Okay. Yeah. It's in the talks, yeah. Okay, well, so he, what, what he said was he's, they're in the talks with two stores. Uh, they just flipped, and hopefully we'll have one in Indiana very soon. Yes. Well, yeah. And then in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then in, in Pittsburgh. And then, and then Pittsburgh, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I, your stand looks awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, if I were sure that my Super Nintendo worked, I would be over there spending way too much money probably. Uh, I can tell you a new one too. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, well, 
Uh, <laughs> I've told you. Brian, if you need yeah. anything, this is where dreams come true. I know. This is where you can pursue all your childhood, literally, childhood fantasies. Well, you've seen my house, so yeah. I, I have. I've yeah, seen the Mega Man a... for Super <laughs> Nintendo that you have squirreled away. And your Jungle Green N64. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the Conan sword on the wall, which <laughs> yes. we actually just... So just real fast, we got really drunk last night. Trevor and I got drunk last night, and I used the Conan sword to cut down a bunch of greenery around my house. It worked really well. <laughs> what the thing is razor sharp. It's great. It was great. <laughs> what time of night was this? This was probably about four in the morning. Four in the morning. Sure, yeah. And you were outside cutting down weeds with a sword? Not weeds, uh, tree branches. Trees. Uh, I'm sorry. Mofo. Yeah. Because that makes a difference in this story. It does make a difference. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it on weeds. I could just pull weeds out. Was this before or after playing the new Zelda Breath of the Wild? I that's what I could see would be inspiring. I haven't played yeah. it yet. I need no, to play it. Actually, you got to play it, it, but maybe not. It looks great. I heard I'm afraid great. of what it might inspire you to do. <laughs> no, for those of you listening, don't worry. I know that you're cringing because I just said I was cutting down trees with a sword. I oiled the sword afterwards and hung it back up. It's fine. <laughs> oiled the sword. Anyway, somebody else start. To, I've been talking for a long time. <laughs> somebody else say something. <laughs> Brian? So we've gone off the rails as expected, and that's totally fine. But to uh, let's bring it back in for a little bit. We don't got to go too much longer. We're about hitting an hour, so video game. We're music, almost there. Uh, if I if I may, because I actually have oh to yeah, st- please, I have please to, have to take off in a minute. But because um, I, I got a, a gig tonight. But uh, you mentioned video game music earlier. Yeah. I one thing that I, I brought up to, to you, Jared, and also uh, Jared Chuck. Ah, yeah. For, for those who didn't hear earlier, Jared and myself are, are in a band, Midnight yes. Rose. That's yes. M I D K N I G H T. We got cards over here. Just come say hi. Anyway. Uh, now, I was saying that we have um, one of the, the first like, things that I listened to a lot, music-wise. The Last Ninja was a Commodore 64 game. Yes. Had sweet music. You talked about like, having to be a programmer when, when like, be, you know, composing the music for these video games. The guy who did the music for... There were two guys that did the music for that game. The guy who did most of it, most of the good parts, uh, his name was Ben Daglish. He's like 50 now. This game came out in 1987, which means he was like 20 at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good composer. You had to be a computer programmer at the same time. This guy did like 100 games in the span of two years. Wow. Um, but uh, it's all this like, you know, Eastern Japanese like pentatonic music and stuff. So uh, I, I, I teach guitar lessons, and, and this, this eight-year-old girl named Danica. Shout out, Danica. I know you're not listening. but uh, <laughs> she, We she, hope. We hope. <laughs> Fiddlesticks, if you are. No, she can listen to this one. There's, there's no, there's That's very true, little can. swearing on this one. Maybe, maybe almost maybe, no swearing. I'll, I'll refer her to it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was, I was showing her. Uh, like, uh, we got to a point where uh, she was learning pentatonic scale, and she was like, "Oh, this sounds kind of Japanese." I was like, "You know, it's some good Japanese music." <laughs> there's this game that came out 30 years ago called The Last Ninja. <laughs> I'll show you how to play the theme music to the Palace Gardens. <laughs> And and she turned, had no idea what you were talking she about. She had no idea what it was. Her dad knew what I was talking about. <laughs> really? <laughs> and he, yeah. And he was, he was like, oh, yeah, it sounds familiar. I'm like, yeah, it does. It's awesome. <laughs> so, so I actually, like, I wrote out, like, the, like, the opening of the theme for her. And I, and I, like, I, went, I went home, and I, I got my, uh, I haven't given it to her yet, but I have, the, uh, I have the soundtrack for that game that I burned a copy of, and I'm going to bring it to her next lesson. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> insane to me that he said it sounded familiar, because, like, you personally are the only person I know that 
owned a Commodore 64. I don't know anybody else. In America. It was pretty popular Brian, in Europe. I, 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 you know what? I, as, first, as I was saying that, I was I like, I know he's going to say that he has one, too. I don't have one, one now, but it was my first video game console. Okay. I had a Commodore 64. The music sounded better on those than it yeah. did on Nintendo. Castlevania <laughs> sounded better on Commodore than it did on Nintendo. You know, let's, let's do, do a, a quick Chris list of one. Tell, tell me, we're going to go around, your favorite 8- or 16-bit video game soundtrack. Very good. Easy. Uh, Easy. Right. Donkey Kong Country. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. That was good. It's a solid one. Dan? I'm going to wait Wait for me. I, I right. played the least video games out of all, all right, of this. You, you right. can think about it. That's fine, Greg. We'll do one right now? Yeah, just one. Okay. All right. One. I'm going to sell you right now. Same thing. 1987, Commodore 64, The Last Ninja. If you want to get a sample of it, there are six <laughs> levels. <laughs> uh, little, little known fact, Greg... 15 years ago, bought the rights to the soundtrack <laughs> of The Last Ninja <laughs> and is now plugging his own. <laughs> it's so it's so stinking sweet. I just want to tell you that right now. But there are six <laughs> levels. The best levels are uh, level two and th or no, yeah, two and three. Two is the wilderness. Three is the palace gardens. If you look up The Last Ninja Palace Gardens or The Last Ninja Wilderness, man, the, the music to that is awesome. It's like, it's so good. It, You're right. This sounds like when Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah, everybody buy the Beatles, please. Oh, Pepsi needs a commercial, commercial okay, music? Sure. The other thing that's almost unique about that game is that the SID chip on the Commodore 64 had three channels on it. Most often, the composers would, put the, would use one channel for the sound effects of the game, uh, but that game had no sound effects so that the computers would have a third channel to work with and have more textures to play with on the music. So <laughs> it's just... Uh, oh my god! I don't know. It's it's so good. Just check it out. I need to introduce you to my buddy Kevin Lind, because yeah. you two would geek out for <laughs> hours talking about video game music because that is like his bread and butter, yeah. and he would be right there on that level. Like, oh my god! Did you know they had five channels and they sacrificed two of them <laughs> so this guy could have carte blanche to make this music? <laughs> he, you two would hit it right off. Yeah. Gre <laughs> Greg has a potential friend over there. Apparently, I'll, I'll go say hi in a second. Chris, uh. I have two answers here. Okay, that's fine. First one, what I consider the best video game soundtrack of all time. Yep. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Okay. Indisputably <laughs> Solid. for uh, the 16-bit era and beyond. Until you get in, like, modern era, you know, there's whole symphonies in the soundtracks now, so sure. that's a whole different ballgame. But for, like, the 16, 8, up to 64-bit, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, in my opinion, there was actually, I just mentioned Michael Jackson, there were rumors for years up Still rumors out there that Michael Jackson produced Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. <laughs> that's, that's a legitimate rumor you can find online that people still stand by. That's how good those soundtracks are. Wow. It's funny because he didn't even produce his own music. Quincy Jones did. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he, was too, he was too busy spending his time Silly. on Sonic the Hedgehog. You mean he didn't make the music for the game Moonwalker featuring Michael Jackson? Oh, my God. <laughs> Moonwalker is amazing. I want it's a great to, game. I want to have game. the console, like the actual cabinet. That's a great That'd game. That'd be amazing. I, I owned Moonwalker on multiple systems. It was incredible. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite, if, if we're going back to like the, the MIDI-era 16-bit, the Batman Returns video game for the Sega Ooh, Genesis is my one. favorite video game soundtrack. That's a good one. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like Danny Elfman wrote that one, though. That's, that's, Not mean, really. No. There's a lot of different level soundtracks hmm. in that game, and it was like, like almost Mortal Kombat-ish. Like, it was... It was kind of driving, and it was uh, 
very pronounced. It, it was different than anything else available at that time. I don't think I ever yeah. made it past the one with the, the, the level with the escalators. You had to go into, in, into Shrek's department store. That's like, like the second level, I think. Three, no. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, though, because like it's bull-ish because... <laughs> okay, you, J-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm saying... You... <laughs> no, I because I agree, and I remember playing that game and be like, "Oh, the music is good. The music's good." But bye, bye, bye Natalie, Sophie, see a later. bunch of ladies uh, to us. <laughs> Proficiency. People that came just to see us just left. <laughs> We're popular. <laughs> I, I, but I heard it so much, like I'm um, repeat, you know, and it's like it, it got burned out where to the point where like the, the music would come on and it would make me want to stop playing the game because it would remind me of future failures, like <laughs> inevitable future failures. They, like, no, actually, this is uninspiring. This is how much I love this game. This is a 100 percent true story. There is no hyperbole here. Uh, I, I got this game for the Sega Genesis. I lived down in Greenfield. I was like five or six years old. And I loved the soundtrack. And in the options on the Sega Genesis video games, you could listen to the full soundtrack, either the special effects or the music soundtracks. And you could just put that on in the options and listen to the different tracks. Oh, I, uh, yes. yes. I remember they that shit. They knew it was good. good. I mean, oh, they knew it was good. Yeah. They knew it was, it was so great. It was straight fire. Like, yeah. That's going to be on my mixtape when I launch my rap. You, uh, you just actually reminded me the the soundtrack for the most awkward fighting game of all time, Balls. <laughs> oh, Balls is such a good game. It's such a good that game. had a sound test, that. and the music is actually really tight on Balls. So, yeah. Someone was like, what if Vector Man was a fighting game? <laughs> but Let's call it Balls. <laughs> I, I loved Batman Returns so much that I used to listen to it on my giant TV in my bedroom like that guy over there we were talking about <laughs> and I had a talk boy and I recorded the soundtrack on my talk boy <laughs> and listened to it in bed <laughs> nerd <laughs> oh yeah wow I also uh, uh, that is something quick shout out to the killer instinct soundtrack that was That's good. All. Oh, yeah. Let's move it along. That was yeah, a long yeah, I'm interested to hear. Ryan has, yeah, has a knowledge Ryan. of video games that surpasses us all by, I, I mean, magnitude. I, I don't know. Let's get carried. Let's not get carried away here. I, I, no, I like I, to play video games. I don't necessarily <laughs> like the no video games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's work. But Brian, just uh, fair. Your, your, cho- your pick and then pass it to Dan. Um, I'm going to split mine. I'm going to do two choices. I'm going to split them by consoles of the 16-bit era. Okay. First one is going to have to be, and I know it's a common choice, but it's a common choice for a reason. Final Fantasy three or oh, six. That's a, that's a good one. Japan. Yeah, great, I mean, great the, one. the the game the game play incorporated music long before even the Zelda franchise did. Right. I mean, there's a whole like orchestral like opera scene where it incorporates music. Uh, the the music of the game takes you on a journey and it sets the tone. It's not just background noise. It really does set the tone and it helps to you know, expand beyond the limitations of 16-bit graphics. It really puts you in that moment. And sure. then the next one is going to be on Sega Genesis. It's going to be uh, Musha. Musha is a phenomenal game, and I, most people haven't played it. I have not played that. Yeah, it's, it's in a very uncommon game. It's an expensive game. It's you know, you're not something you're going to find cheap. Uh, and there's a reason for it. It's phenomenal. It's one of the vertical, like, spaceship 
mech shooters. Oh, but okay, yeah. The music is awesome. It's it's heavy. You know, it's gritty. It, it sets the tone for the game, and it just pushes you to want to get through it. And, you know, and and shoot everything on the screen. Is that is that related to Onimusha? What's that? On Onimusha or Onimusha? No, not Onimusha. It's just no, Musha. No, no, I know, but I'm saying is that the pre- no no Musha? To- it's an acronym okay. in in this game, whereas Onimusha is Japanese. Right, that's, but that's a, also a game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's PlayStation yeah. Two. Yeah, PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're, they're not the same. They're not connected. They're okay. completely but different. It, but that's also a shooting. Like no, a, like it's feudal Japan samurai demons. Oh, I'm thinking of what's it called? There's one. Okay, there's one that's also a flying shooting. You know, side. You can only move side to side, or you know, top down mm-hmm. shooting. I forget what it's called though. Uh, there's tons of them. So I, I mean, know. Yeah, but okay. Mushi is one Sorry. of the ones that it's. It's a phenomenal game, and the music just really sets the pace for it. And, I mean, if you never get a chance to play it because it is pricey, at least try to, like, listen to it on YouTube and listen to the soundtrack. It's, it's a good one. Briefly, the, the, the Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 game that you mentioned, I was really excited when, when Final Fantasy Anthology came out. When it was first released, it had a bonus third disc, which, of course, Final Fantasy Anthology was uh, Final Fantasy 5 and 6 released for PlayStation 1. But when it was first released, I bought this, thankfully. It had the soundtrack to Final Fantasy VI highlights on CD. So I could finally have that. That is actually the only good thing about that version of the game. Really? That, that version didn't, didn't that game, hold up? In my opinion, like that game struggles from so many issues. For whatever reason, the way... So I looked into it because I was always curious to see how I could overcome it, find like a, a different version of the game or a hacked version. So the game suffers from horrible horrible loading times so there's a lot in any rpg you'll have a lot of transitioning in the screens and going between menus well in the in the original game and in the game boy game it's really quick it's It's a cartridge you don't notice it in the playstation version cartridge it takes right right exactly but it's also the way the game's coded the playstation version for whatever reason i don't know what this was maybe the coders were extremely intoxicated but they made it so that every time you enter a battle, literally every enemy that is ex- exists in the game loads and is eliminated before the battle starts until it finds the enemy that you're supposed to fight. So it makes the game take forever to play. Oh, so you're right. Like the soundtrack having that is phenomenal. But I would rather have my fingernails ripped out than to play that version of the game because oh, it's like torture. I didn't know that. So first, actually, the game I was thinking was Odama. Dan, your turn. Mega Man 3. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds possibly cliched, but... Uh, good choice. I, I love that fucking music, dude. Like, I could yeah. jam out to that. Like, I would just leave the, the opening, like, credits on and just let the music play also, for a while. Just, just bob my head, like, yeah, this is awesome. Can we shout out Mega Man 2 as well? Absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, Bubble Man is, is great. Yeah. That's maybe the, one of the best... Mega Man tracks ever. Mega yep. Man, the series, is good for, like, a lot of... I mean, across all of the games, there's so many good. There's so many good, so many the, good songs. The, the, wood, the wood dude, it was like... Doo, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. It, shit, like, I can listen to that all day. Oh, okay. Actually, just real fast. If you guys remember playing Mega Man X3... 13? No. Uh, well, Super Nintendo X3. So, you, the, the opening level... You play as Mega Man. You, you start off, uh, you, know, you go through the level. About halfway, uh, this, a character uh, 
I forget what his name is. Character shoots you and you you're like disabled for a second, and then they he picks Mega Man up and he, Mega Man just gets taken away, and then the ceiling breaks, and down comes Zero, and his life bar comes up, and it pl- starts playing this awesome music, and now you're controlling Zero, and I remember as a kid being like, "Holy, am shit. I Zero now? I'm playing as Zero." Oh my god. That's awesome. It's one of the best like moments in video games. Cuz up until that point like Zero's just like this this invincible character who keeps saving your saving you throughout like yeah. the first two games. Anyway. Um Mega Man. Wonderful great. franchise. Yes. What's the hardest game you've played? Mega Man or or anything like like oh 8 man. or 16 bit like Populous. <laughs> we're full circle. <laughs> God damn it, Dad! <laughs> Why'd you do that to one, me? One real, <laughs> one real quick last shout out uh, to the best 16-bit game music. There's a game that came out recently called Coffee Crisis. Oh the yeah, music and that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, uh, transcribed from some band called some Grey band Walker. Of, yeah. Yeah, some band yeah. did that one. That was pretty. It's, yeah. I, I, heard, I was I under school. the impression Never heard that, of them, that band was Grey Walker. Yeah. Is that am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. Grey Walker. Is, is it Grey Walker or is it Grey Walker? It's a good question. Great water, green water. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure what the, the emphasis was. It Grey Walker or is it Grey Walker? So it's it's Great Walker, and I believe that they just had a beer named after Great Walker from Great Lakes Brewing Company. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah. Is that <laughs> that sounds right? It's accurate. Also, I didn't get to go yet. What? You asked a question. I know. Go <laughs> ahead. Where didn't you, you, where did you get to go, Jared? Answer the question? All right, so. What is the best music in a 16-bit era? Thank you, Chris. Jared. Oh, what is the best music? Uh, it is either, since got two, either Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. Because there are so many great oh, songs in that game. It's a world of music. It's a world of music. Or... The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening for Game Boy. Huh. The music in that is unbelievable. The That's Ballad of the pick. Windfish makes me cry, for real. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Dan brought up hardest video game that we've ever played. I, I think we should uh, qualify that. Hardest video game. Hard because w- it's a good game or hard because it's a stupidly designed game? Yeah, well. One and the same, populist. really, sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. yeah. I think it should be the hardest game that we've ever played to completion. Okay. Oh. Well, I don't know. That would be sex. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. What? That went in a different direction. Hardest game I've ever played. I, 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 I don't this have the hardest game that I ever played to completion, but I do have the hardest game that once got me thrown out of a video game store because it was so hard. <laughs> And that would be King's Knight. And uh, King's Knight. King's Knight? The w- oh. oh, original Battle of the Yeah, that's a good game, though. But King's Knight is designed in such a way that it's, the deck is completely stacked against you. There's four characters in the game. Each character has its own level. Each level has its, like a hidden area that, unless you've played the game to complete memorization, you don't find this hidden level. And if you don't find the hidden level, you don't get the secret item for each level. And if you get to the last stage, which is possible, even without all four characters, right when you get to the end of the game, a giant wall comes up and crushes you. 
What? And there's That's no workaround. So it's just like, ha kid, you just spent four hours of your life wasted. We're going to go back to the beginning. Right, exactly. So, <sighs> That's great. Hardest game. But I'm going to jet, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for of being course. here at the convention. Thanks for promoting it. Thank you for having Thank us. you for doing yeah. the convention. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank Look you. at you. Hey, Let's hear it for Brian one more time. Woo! Where's that girl? Where's that one girl that claps? Like Where are you at? Clap again. Clap again. Yeah. There she is. There's the one yes. clapper. Oh, there's two. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 I hear them. They're in the back. Yeah. yeah. At least no, the guy over there. <laughs> Honestly, least. I mean, like, I, we appreciate it. Thanks to my, my partner, Colt, all the guys in the PRG admin crew, and, you know, Adam, Chris, Kevin, Christian, Bob. I appreciate it. My mom over there. Thanks to the guys from Mega Cats. James and his crew, thank you for this opportunity. Maddie, Jay, uh, it, it's been great. The show has exceeded our expectations. Um, we raised money for charity, and that's awesome. And we had fun. And, you know, having you guys here just adds another layer to all that. And makes it a whole <laughs> lot of, oh, makes it a good time. Nonsense. You know, a unique experience. And besides, I get to watch you guys contort yourselves mentally as you try to figure out, you know, there, oh, fluff there, or butter, you know. There are. <laughs> All right, on that note, I'm out. Thank you, guys. Have Thanks, fun. Man. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right. See you soon, brother. Should we wrap this up? We should. We are should. We guys, I got to go. 20, I think we're doing pretty good. Oh, yeah. we can, I think we we've done pretty now. good. I mean, it doesn't mean we have to stop talking and arguing with each other, but we can stop the recording. Oh, we're, after we're done with this, we're all going to have a fist fight. Yep. And oh, guess he's not going to fist fight. And guess he's going to drink more rum. Where? Me. Daniel. <laughs> Good. That Daniel. I can then beat all these other people. <laughs> I'm also. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to fist fight either. Well, I, uh, I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> I'm just going to be right. Because the person I don't want to have to fist fight in a group of people is Dan. I will say, though. I'm going to say it because I don't think anybody heard Cole. By the way, Cole, thank you for hosting us. Cole is a Yeah, Cole, thanks, man. Comic Zone is one of the best. You're welcome. <laughs> One of my favorite games of all time. It also Comic had a good soundtrack. Comic Zone is a game that was not initially available for Super Nintendo, which is a good, really great game for Sega. That's fair. Yeah. Right. It's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else had a good soundtrack? Maximum Carnage. Oh, can we? Maximum Carnage. Oh. 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 Yeah, oh, dude. Spicy. Right. How about, right. Uh, how about <laughs> F Zero? Yeah. yeah. F Zero was good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. F-Zero was F, though. But Maximum Carnage, that's another crossover game that's good that we didn't talk about. We dropped the ball. Oh, wait a minute. Turtles in Time. How about that? Turtles in Time. Very oh, good. Also an intensely difficult game that like, I wasn't very good at. Turtles in Time? Yeah. Is it, is it Turtles in Time that had the, uh, the, the level named Bury My Shell at Wounded Knee? Yes. <laughs> that, that music is amazing. <laughs> and it, Possibly the best name for a video game level of oh, all it's, time. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> that one... The music for that one's great. Skull and Crossbones is great. And also, Sewer Surfing is great. Anyway, so let's... Uh, well, we, we really went off the rails there. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a plan in the first place. None. So yeah. Well, yeah. We, there were no rails to, to leave. Did anyone, did anyone ever beat the first Turtles game? Anybody? Oh, no. The, oh, no. The Not the arcade, arcade but the, the Can Nintendo it, one? Yeah. Can it be done? Like, Turtles, can the arcade game? In the, 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 yeah. the arcade no, game, no, no, you can win. One. The arcade game is oh, winnable. I know what you're talking about. Okay, the one yeah. before that. Yeah, the turtle van. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah. with the horrible sewer level. Yeah, that's the one I couldn't get past. The Rat King. Yeah. Yeah, impossible. No, the I worst. Not, I, I, I mean, really I've bad. never... I don't remember if I beat it or not, but I assume I didn't. I, I, I was very young. I don't, th I don't think it's beatable. 
I really don't. I would like to like to know if it is. I never had it because that game is straight up BS. It is. Well, listen, <laughs> anything is possible, just not with that attitude. Well, okay. <laughs> let me let's let's dedicate some time and let's Jesus. play this game. As do we do, we want to try and beat original. Maybe we should. Maybe we should try and Can do this. Can someone here just borrow, lend, lend, borrow, lend us original, a copy? Anybody here have original Ninja Turtles that we can just tr just try to beat? Anybody? Nick? No. And do you know if it can be Oh, won? man. Oh, asking you shall receive cartridges galore. Right. Yeah. He does have it. He has, uh, any, he has anything you need. Nick yeah. has anything you need. Since we're asking, do you have a copy of Blue <laughs> Dragon for the Xbox 360? <laughs> <laughs> That's Dog, what they're cartridges say? galore, not discs galore. Cartridges. They got the Korean version over there. I don't Wait, want it. What, what it game? Big Nose the Caveman. I thought you, because I thought you said Battletoads Double Dragon in that game. I don't know who makes it. It was like games. one of those QVC I already games. Own that. No, I need, I need a Blue Dragon for the Xbox 360. Blue Dragon. Oh, okay. This is the place to have it. But shout out to Nick and Ashley from Black Forge for leaving their stupid canvas thing here that's making my lap all hot. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Nick. He's also an Epicast, uh, which I'm going to give it to some Republicans to burn. How's <laughs> 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 this both of our podcasts? Hosts yeah, yeah. Podcast. Check out the Grown Up Human Comic People. And check out uh, start, the, start the Beat with Sykes. Yeah. <laughs> We're all friends. We are all friends. And come We're to the all friends. This is what happens when we try to do things together. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, hey. What a wonderful kind of day. <laughs> we could learn to work and play and get along with each other. All right, that's All right, until the next time, people. Yep. Let's 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 stay stay drunk. Let's outro it. Stay everybody. grateful. Give him a good send off. Bye. Brian. Bye everybody. Dan. Goodbye. Prius. Bye-bye, bye. Dan. Hey, bye. Come down to the shop. And uh bye from uh Greg who yeah, has Greg left. Greg was not here, but Greg says bye too. Yeah. If anybody has a uh, single younger sister, not too young, above the age of 21, Greg would appreciate you sending them his way. <laughs> Greg, I think we found somebody. We found somebody for your sister. <laughs> that was just so uncalled. <laughs> and uh, I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're yeah. I think done. we're done. Okay, yeah, right, tell tell them where you can they can find you. Tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook at the Real Sykes. And uh, yeah, this has you been can, uh. You can, you can find games. us behind a dumpster on Southside. It's <laughs> <laughs> where we're gonna be. Here, stop by Southside Comics. Straight up garbage people. Garbage. Yes. Yeah. Go to com. AKA that's, straight up garbage people. Go to epicastnetwork.com. Go to straight up trash truck. That's it. That's it and that's all. How's your boys? Enough What's proficiency? This. this is total nonsense. Goodbye. Proficiency. <laughs>
they were super fucking cool. Their like booth was right in front of our table where we were doing the podcast. So they were definitely catching the most of it. And uh, yeah, they were super cool. And uh, yeah, you know, I like old video games. I like the grown up human comic people. And while it wasn't a typical episode of Start the Beat, I still think it was a pretty okay one. Anyways, I'll be back again next week with a more traditional episode talking about music and stuff. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2017. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. <laughs>